You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. All right, we are continuing our 2020 Rays player review series going in alphabetical order. And today we got a couple of C's. We got G-Man Choi and John Curtis. Uh, Without wasting any time, getting right to the meat of the content, which our bosses appreciate. (laughs) G-Man Choi, the 29-year-old fan favorite. I think uh, his legions of followers, they're called uh, Choi Boys. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Choi boys. Don't call me that ever. I'll, I'll root for G-Man Choi, but don't call me Choi boy. I'm, Come on. Saturdays uh, are for the Choi boys. Let's go. Saturdays are for the Choi's. I'll give you that. I, I don't oh, want to okay. be called a Choi boy though. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> uh, without further ado, G-Man Choi this past season, uh, according to baseball reference, compiled a point two war. Fangraphs gave him a point three war uh in 42 regular season games he put together 145 plate appearances had a 741 ops slash line of 230 331 for three home runs 13 doubles 16 rbi 16 runs scored he also had a 103 wrc plus and a 106 ops plus should also mention he missed some time with a grade one hamstring strain and was placed on the injured list for a small period. Uh, Some other little notes here. Uh, His walk rate increased, his strikeout rate also increased, and his average exit velocity was down about two ticks from 91.2 in 2019 to about 89 in 2020. Also, I want to mention he put together a really, really solid postseason, 837 OPS, 412 on base percentage, 250 average, and 40 at-bats. And if we want to talk about the defense, I I didn't really go into the defensive metrics. I know they kind of give them some negative marks here and there. Um, We all know about the splits, the scoops, the quick reflexes. I think he does more than a serviceable job. He's Let's just say he saved uh, Willie Adamas' bacon, saved Joey Wendell's bacon, saved a lot of defenders' bacon with some of his acrobatic, surprisingly – uh, quick reflexes, surprisingly acrobatic, su- surprisingly limber, almost yeah. like a gymnast in his six foot one, 260 pound frame. Uh, Ulysses, I, I, should we call uh, G Man Choi a switch hitter or just keep him as a lefty, a platoon lefty as of right now? I don't, I don't know where to go with that. that. that was we a- know early in the season, he hit the home run from the right side and as he was coming up, you know, four or five years ago with the angels, he was switch hitting a little bit, but I think he, it's pretty much safe to say that he is a lefty hitter exclusive. It was, it was nothing but a gimmick a gimmick yeah. that us race fans uh, rejoiced with that home run against 
uh, a lefty Toronto pitcher. Um, Anthony K, perhaps. Wow. The, you off, got it right on the mark. Yes. Yeah, it was him. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, good memory then. Uh, yeah, man. It was just a gimmick. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, cool. That was, that was nice. But that, no, he's a lefty and I think he should be a lefty. Um, not a lot of great numbers in all of that that you said the slash line was no. underwhelming uh the power underwhelming the exit velocity you said uh dipped a little bit that's mm-hmm. not good uh, just uh, strikeouts increase not 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 good just a lot of not so good things for the regular season i'm glad you you included the postseason because i right. think that's when he kind of um he was one of the very very few who's an active at bat and an active at bat. I'm just looking for some kind of positive here. Okay. Um, some kind of wonderful, like the song says, you know, right. And, and he was in that very short list. I don't think Choi will be wearing race colors in 2021. That would surprise me if he were to wear the race colors in 2021. I was going to get to that. That was my next point on if you think he would be on the roster in 2021, because we have to remember it's arbitration time for G man Choi. Yeah. Uh, He's finally, I think it's safe to say he's earned arbitration. This is what his sixth organization. And since being in the majors uh, Mm -hmm. or being in a major league organization since 2015, 2014 or so, uh, according to fan graphs, he'd be estimated to get, they push him up there at, at $1.8 million, but anywhere, let's safely assume $1.5, $1.8 million. Are the Rays prepared to pay that to a first base only guy? Okay. You can DH, Yeah. But plays only one position and you're only going to put him up against righties. And in his time this year against righties, it was pretty underwhelming. It was pretty underwhelming. Now, some of that may be tied into that hamstring strain. I don't know from earlier on in the regular season because he did turn it on into the postseason. But that's for the Rays. I don't know if you pay a guy $1.8 million just to play right. He doesn't play one position. I wouldn't even say 1.8. That He's going to get two mil. Okay, that, that's, that's yeah. number one, two mil. So are you going to give two mil to somebody who gets hurt? Because he does get hurt. Uh, right. The... Um, the positional flexibility pun intended. Yeah. The splits are, are nice, but that's the, his only place on the diamond is first base uh, that, that takes him out of the running for, for those $2 million. And besides the, the most important thing that takes him out of the running is that you got a guy that is going to be making $570,000 who can literally give you the same kind of, of production ultimately a little bit of a different way maybe more pop less on base but nate low is ready nate low is ready and you know what nate low that he's ready and that's why he he showed his work ethic dropped those 20 25 pounds picked up a third baseman glove is doing that and guess what he did this winter he went down to the dominican republic and he's on there with jim haley and and wander franco uh, working on his craft and I'm, I'm telling you, I, I think Nate Lowe is going to take this spot away from him, from, from G-Man Choi, and G-Man's going to not be with the Rays in 2021. I don't disagree with you. I think this is what we saw from him in spurts, and we kind of jumped the gun there, where we were like, 
is Nate Lowe ready to take the mantle? He's looking pretty darn ready. I think he was maybe up for when G-Man Choi was injured and such. I will say the one thing, the, I guess, million-dollar question, literally, uh, for G-Man Choi <laughs> and the Rays this year is we've talked about how much this team has strikeouts, swing and miss, and guys doing nothing at the plate. That is something that G-Man Choi can hang his hat on is the fact that he has superb elite level plate discipline. Yes. He takes pitches. He can get on base. His strikeout rate isn't 35, 36%. Yeah, I know it was a little bit higher this year, but for what he does, it was a rarity on this Rays roster, especially in the postseason. What if I tell you that they can sub him out for somebody they will have to ultimately pay him no matter what and will definitely be wearing, be wearing a Rays uniform? Yoshi Sutsugo. Right. Lefty, not a lot of def- uh, d- uh, defensive uh, you know, places to put him in there. We never saw him at first, which actually did surprise me. But if Choi gets the kick then maybe do we see Yoshi take a little bit more of that uh, G-Man Choi's placement, maybe not on first, but as, a, as, a, as the DH that would be Choi, uh, you know, in that situation? I think right. so, because nobody's taken Yoshi Sutsugo out of the Rays' hands. They're paying this man $7 million, and uh, he will get paid, and he will be playing with the Rays. So I think that's a good way to alleviate the plate discipline that you're going to be losing from Choi by giving those at-bats to right. to to Yoshi but again I think Nate the the money speaks especially after a year where Stu and company did not make uh, a penny in attendance so they're they're going to slash those prices down and two million here five million here 15 million there 4.5 million over there yeah. and you got yourself a, a nice little discount on almost the same team that got you to the World Series right I, there's a lot of interesting things there. Theoretically, I feel like you could put Yoshi at first too. You could, if he can, if you're throwing him out in left field, if you're throwing him at third base, right. Do the Vladdy Guerrero and stick him at first. If you need to really the, uh, quite frankly, the onus is on Willie Adamas, Joey Wendell, whoever's on the left side of the infield, Get make better, better throws, throw yeah. it to the chest. That's all you got to do. And that way we don't have to worry about, Oh, can our next, can our first baseman of the future, do the splits and cartwheels uh, to, to make a poor throw and, and to savor a poor throw. For no, Kevin, throw. to make a, pl- a routine play be an out. Because sometimes, Willie, my goodness, buddy, right there. Come on, yeah. just to the chest. I mean, it's like you, if you had Kevin Weiss, you don't ch- throw it at the laces there, okay? No, I know you're getting prepped for your, for, for, for your softball game. Sneak peek, we are recording yes. uh, this the night prior, but... Uh, He's warming I'll up. I'll give you fellas. a score update after on tomorrow's show. Okay. On, we'll probably win. I don't think, I think we're undefeated, but I will tell you, yes, I get a lot of throws. I play first base a lot and I get a lot of throws at the laces and Why? it annoys Why do you me hate to me? no end. Okay. Be better. It might you work for him. Brasso. If you're going to stick Brasso right. in his 5'11 frame there. Yeah. But no, you got to, you got to make better throws for sure. So prop bet, putting it on the table, laying it on the line. G Man Choi will not be. On a Ray on the Rays roster in 2021. Uh, that is a weird way of uh, saying I agree with you. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, he's going to be a Ray in 2021. No. Okay. Yeah. So we both agree on that. I'm sure the legions 
of Troy gonna, boys are going to be upset. They're going we're to miss. Going to get hate mail for this one. We're going to get hate mail. I know. We're going to miss the bad uh, reviews the, now the coming up. Trick nature. How he owns Garrett Cole. How he actually is very good at English, but still likes to use an interpreter. I like, love I, it. There's a lot I love of it. <laughs> you know, he actually, I believe he golfs right-handed. Yeah. yeah. So videos, he yeah. is just so. I mean, he's. He's a character, man. He's a character. He's fun. He's a character. And that's really a smart way. If you're going to be a golfer, you want to be right-handed because it is a B to find uh, lefty (laughs) golf equipment. I'll just leave it at that. I know some lefty golfers in my foursome and it's uh, it wouldn't be fun trying to find new equipment there, but okay. There's the, the G man's uh, choice story. I guess we have to grade here. Yeah. Get your red pen ready. What do you got Weiss? What do you got? I I'm giving him a low B just above a B minus because I am taking postseason into account. Just a 83, 84. I guess, okay. Would 83 be an A minus? I don't know. Low B. That's what I'm giving. Okay. Him. I'm, I'm giving him an 81 because okay. uh, I think the postseason, you know, bumped him to a B minus there. I, I had him at a 75, yeah. 76 for the regular season. So it bumped him up in the postseason to an 81. But yeah, I'm just, I'm not, if I had to pick, a word for GMAT Choice 2020, underwhelming. Underwhelming. I think that puts it, again, when you're you're supposed to be a masher against righties, 90% of your at-bats are yeah. against righties. And you don't do that? You hit 230. Yeah. You hit 230 in a 741 OPS. That doesn't necessarily no. cut it. And the Rays, I think, look, I think he'll be on somebody's roster. I think he can be on somebody's 40-man. Uh, I mean, he's, he's shown some staying power so far even with this uh, budget crisis that teams are in, I think there's a team out there that could afford to keep them for 2 million or fewer than 2 million. Who knows? But um, the Rays aren't going to be that team. I don't think so. They're not going to be that team. I don't think. All right. uh, Coming up next, we will review the play of John Curtis. Okay, Kevin, in the category of surprising bullpen weapon, we had like 10 nominees for this one. But uh, the winner has to be John Curtis. I, I don't care who you are, uh, if, how big of a race fan you are. If you had got race tattoos on your forehead, uh, you have no, you had no clue who John Curtis was. Don't lie to me, people. Uh, but but guess what? He made a name for himself in race fandom, and I'll tell you why. This 27 year old compiled much better numbers in this season than all of the other seasons that he had put together since 2017. Okay, a journeyman reliever pitching here and there with like two other clubs, uh, the Angels and Twins for sure. Uh, 25 innings pitched, 25 strikeouts, a 3-0 and record. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 180 ERA, a .96 whip, a 335 FIP, a batting average against of 223 with a solid 87.2 left on base percentage. I love the left on base percentage, by the way. I love yeah. that. Uh, ju- just kind of seeing how much a guy can really tighten it up when there are runners on base and they don't score. So 87.2 left on base. Very nice. Uh, I, according to, to fan graphs, of course, uh, 0.4 war. So 0.4 F4. Um, got a good mix between the two pitches that he has, which is – a four-seam fastball, and that slider. He uses the four-seam 56.5% of the time, 
while the slider at 43.5. So it's not just a one pitch, here you go, the Mario Rivera cutter, this is it, or right. the Chazro, hey, here's a slider. Now he has two good pitches and he will use them um, often. Uh, he had a really good stretch in the middle of the season there. 10 straight scoreless appearances. Very, very nice. Because in the first four, he gets scored upon three times. So those are the nerves, maybe a young guy. Oh, my gosh, what's happening? I'm in the big leagues again. But then he got on the groove, and that was awesome. But then again, uh, in the brightest of lights, race fans will forever remember that Yankee game one in the ALDS. Well, you know, in the ninth inning, Giancarlo's slam has actually just come down from the mesosphere. So it, it, it <laughs> should arrived. land. Yeah, it's, it should land uh, uh, on Earth by opening day because that was a mammoth home run. Could he become that weapon next year? Is, is this actually for real? Is John Curtis somebody that you can trust? I can't say yes with an exclamation just yet. I, I need to see a little bit more from John Curtis because, yes, 25 innings of really solid baseball – that's really nice. But I've always said, if you're giving the chance and you've got talent, any baseball player can have a career year. This, they're really good. But if right. they're given the time, they could do that. So is this his one and only career year? Hopefully not. Hopefully John Curtis can become this sort of weapon. And, and it's going to be a very cheap option for the race to keep in the bullpen if he is able to replicate that. But I need to see a little bit more from him next year to replicate the success in order to say, you know what? I want him in the late innings uh, because right now he's still in not mop up duty, but you know, the opener here and there and the, the right. sixth, seventh inning, I'm not putting him eighth, ninth inning with uh, runners on base or anything like that. Not yet. Yeah, he's not in the category of Nick Anderson, Diego Castillo, or Pete Fairbanks. I think he's still a notch below. He's in that B squad that Ryan Thompson was part of, Aaron Loop, although you could argue Aaron Loop probably could have been part of the A squad at times there. But yeah, John Curtis came out of nowhere, literally. (laughs) I mean, this time last year, I, I think his agent was trying to pitch him to teams. Like, he didn't have a job because he got released out of Philly spring training. Phillies who have... I think the worst bullpen or had the worst bullpen in baseball right. this past year. So it's funny how the table turns there. Um, you know, his profile, he's got good stuff. The, like yeah. you said, the fastball slider combination, it's not quite as good as Diego Castillo. It's not Castillo level, but it's a similar profile. And I agree with you. I think going forward, at least next year, we do need to see more from him. 25 innings doesn't mean you're necessarily the guy. I still think, you know, opener, some mop-up duty. If the Rays are down by one or down by two or they're up by three or four, then that's when you bring in John Curtis. In fact, it was, what, game four of the World Series against the Dodgers. Uh, He had to get, I think, four outs, eighth, ninth inning, something like that, and he did a good job of doing that. In fact, outside of the the disastrous two-thirds innings against the the Yankees, uh, allowing four runs, uh, I mean, he was pretty good, pretty solid throughout the rest of the postseason there. And he's actually kind of a, I mean, I think he is a reverse split guy. He's been better against lefties than righties. Now, 
Yeah. Interesting you say that, because guess who is no longer on the team? Who was a reverse split guy from the right side? Oliver Drake. Yeah. See, this is this is how the Rays operate. Can it, it, you have a guy next to somebody else and say, okay, who is going to win this bout? John Curtis won that won that round against Oliver mm-hmm. Drake, and, and so he gets his spot. Will somebody step up and, and, and take that job away from him next year? Maybe, but that's how the Rays operate. Cheap version, cheap version. These guys do virtually the same thing with different pitches. Who is going to give us more production? Who is going to not get hurt? Right. I mean, Oliver Drake uh, got hurt, and that's – I mean, <laughs> that's not – a knock on Oliver Drake because literally almost every pitcher got on the IL. But to my point, it's just an audition every time out there when you're in a major league roster and Curtis took his audition and nailed it. Yeah. And there's a couple of things I want to see from Curtis going forward. I think one thing that he can do and work on is he has a tendency to hang that slider, especially against righties. That's probably why his numbers against righties were worse than lefties. Like he'll leave that up as a meatball and righties will crush that thing. And the other thing tied in with that is when you're up in the count and you're 0-2 or 1-2, you can waste a pitch. You don't have to throw one right in the zone. You can try to work that slider off of the zone. And that's something that I think he can improve upon. I still, again, going back and looking at MLB Film Room, great resource, by the way. One of the the things that MLB got right and has gotten right (laughs) here is – uh, there, there was a situation where he was pitching against Austin Barnes, uh, Oh, two count two outs, nobody's on. And he lays in a meatball slider and Austin Barnes crushes it for a home run. You can work that off the plate. You can make, and I know the Dodgers aren't a chasing team, but even a little bit off the black, they're human inch, couple inches. Human. Yes. Look, I don't care. Like if you hit 300, that means three out of seven, uh, what is it? Seven times out of 10, you're not going to get a hit. So, you know, don't give them the chance to get a hit if they're already a really good hitter. Uh, I think wasting a pitch is something that comes a little bit with with uh, age and and maybe a little bit of gray hairs uh, on the mound. Like we said the other day with Anderson and Castillo, you know, these guys, they might be late 20s, but have young careers in the MLB. John Curtis is another guy, 27 years old. Really, his full first season is is 2020, where he pitched 25 innings. If you if you collect all of the innings pitched that he had done before 2020, they don't equal 25. Okay, so again, maybe yeah. not so young with age, but a lot of these race pitchers have young career uh, careers right now. Yeah, and he's one of those guys, and I think that's why the Twins and the Phillies and another organization Angels gave up on him. Yeah, the Angels is he didn't have control. Now he has the control. Now it's about finding that command, putting it where you're trying to intend to do so. And, you know, one thing in interviews, he talked about the Rays giving him a shot, a chance. They, they offered him a contract. They were the only team uh, when he was doing those workouts around this time last season and that they've basically instructed to him, trust your stuff. You don't have to nibble necessarily most of the time. You, you've got a right. 96 fastball. You've got a good enough hard slider. I, you know, if you're a starter, maybe you would have to learn to nibble if you're working five innings or mm-hmm. four innings or whatever. But you're facing guys one time through. If that, you might be facing four or five hitters, six hitters, whatever it is. 
you, you can get away with, with what he has there. You really hope that for a lot of these young guys that this run in 2020, not only with, you know, obviously they went to the World Series and they played in the brightest lights, that that helps them. But, you know, all of that they went through with COVID too. I mean, this was a crazy season mm -hmm. already, but to get to the highest level, the highest platform, uh, you just hope, you really do. And, and that it kind of sparked something in them to say, you know what, I made it onto the team that got to the World Series. I can throw my stuff, you know, a John Curtis moment to like, you know, I do trust my, my fastball. Right. I do trust my slider. I really hope that this run did that for a lot of the guys there, because you think of a guy, John Curtis in 2019, where nobody really knows him. I think he's heads above a, a, a lot of other guys that will be in spring training for 2021, eyeing a little bullpen spot. If a loop right. doesn't come back or whatever, it doesn't come back a sheriff, uh, you know, even probably a sheriff could uh, also be having an advantage there. John Curtis is saying, you know what? I made it. I was part of this stable. Yeah. I, this, this spot is for me to lose it. Nobody's taking this away from me. And that's something yeah. good to, to think about when, if you're a race fan. And that's a great point. And that's probably the reason why the Rays were like, well, Oliver Drake, we don't really need you anymore. Once they find the guy to replace you, you're pretty much on your merry way there, unfortunately. How much right? was Oliver Drake uh, getting paid? I think he already went to, through arbitration That's last right. year. Yeah. For like two million. So you got to think, well, no, you know what? <laughs> John Curtis can do the same thing or even better for 600K. Dollars and cents, dollars and cents. That's what the Rays are about. One other thing about uh, John Curtis that doesn't really get talked about and I think is very underappreciated is his defense from the mound, being able yes. to pick off runners. He picked Good off one. Altuve in the uh, championship series. Also, just being able to field his position, it could be a chopper or a bunch, yeah. or he'll dive off the mound and make a solid throw to first. And as, as crazy as it is to think, a lot of pitchers can't make that throw to first, but he's been able to do it. So that's something, I mean, if he... I don't know what his defensive war was or whatever, but he can, if, if a ball is in his vicinity, he can get to it. And he shows, I mean, some nimbleness in his 6'5", 220 pound frame too. So I think that's a big thing as well. You got to love a pitcher that can uh, be, uh, uh, you know, a plus with the glove there, uh, def defending his position, and especially, you know, throwing the first, my God, you guys can throw a dart yeah. at 97 miles an hour where the catcher, uh, is asking for it, but you can't make a simple throw, you know, 40, 40 feet away. It's rather <laughs> frustrating. It'd be to like watch. if, like, like Steph Curry, if he couldn't make three free throws or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like that crazy. Yeah. I would have used Shaq, but all he did was dunk. So free throws yeah. probably seemed impossible to him. But that's right. Yeah. Uh, you kind of get our analogy there with that. So uh, grade for John Curtis. I'm going to give him a B plus, an 87. I think he did well enough um i do think that he can make that jump to the a squad for uh 2021 if he keeps on that with that command if he replicates those numbers in more innings pitched yeah. how can you not be in the a squad i think uh, he came up nobody knew him stayed healthy 87 b plus man uh now i feel almost like i'm too easy of a grader here because i give him a solid a I give him wow. a solid because the fact that we didn't know his name, we didn't know who, who is this John Curtis guy? Is he just a spring training, uh, spring training beef over here? Just fodder for us. And then he puts together, I mean, he could have been, 
the team's rookie of the year are in the running. I mean, those numbers, 180 ERA, hey, 0.96 whip, 25 very nice. pitch. He did what, look, what you're looking for, John, I was not expect, expecting that type of production from John Curtis. That is basically like Diego Castillo, Nick Anderson-ish, not the strikeouts necessarily, but the peripheral numbers are... You know why I, I knock him down? Numbers. You know why I knock him down? First of all, because the competition level where we're talking about where do we use them fifth, sixth inning, you know, maybe as an opener, the, the people that he was usually looking at and and the matchups were not, you know, the meat of the order, three, four, five bases loaded or a man on second with, you know, no out. So, you know, I can't give him an A just because of that, but a B plus is not nothing to, to, to be ashamed of. I think for, for a first full season. Hey, he scored high. I would not have thought that John Curtis coming into the season would score higher than G man Choi. So there we go. Either way. I think it's he did B plus a, whatever it is. Average it those a, out a together. How about that? You average an A with a B plus. What do you get? An A minus. Look at that. A minus. Put there it on the go. fridge. You can put it on the fridge. You know what else you could put on the fridge? A reminder for this Saturday at 7 PM. If you're part of Rays Unfiltered. You can have a little bit of a Zoom roundtable with us, Kevin. A little Zoom uh, chat about Rays, all fun things about Rays. This yes. Saturday, 7 p.m., Rays Unfiltered. Hope to see you guys there. 7 p.m. Eastern time. So yes, sorry. we know yes. we have a lot of listeners on the West Coast and different countries, continents, so on and so forth. So uh, we're not going to do the math and figure out those logistics. We're telling you right now, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And you can, I'm sorry, do your own research and figure out, okay, what time does that mean for me? Because we don't have time to go through all that. But if you're interested in that or want more information about that, uh, patreon.com slash raise unfiltered or uh, shoot us an email, lockedonraise at gmail.com. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.